Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Hello and welcome to episode 107 of the Craft to Career Podcast. This is Elizabeth Chapel of Quilters Candy and the host of the show. This week, it is just me chatting with you. I am actually in Tennessee right now for a retreat for this mastermind that I'm in with Stacy Tushel. And she was on the podcast a few weeks ago. Actually, it was probably a little while ago now that I think about it. But yes, I'm out here with her mastermind and the people that are in that group. And we actually got to meet with Amy Porterfield today, which was awesome. And she definitely answered questions, you know, that was above and beyond what you get in her podcast. And so that that was pretty amazing. But interestingly enough, I wanted to come and chat with you today and letting you know that it actually is okay if you want to quit. So I come on here and I talk so often about how to start your dream career, stick with it, you can do this, and yes, you can, but it doesn't mean that you have to. And so I just want to chat with you about why it's okay to quit, when you might want to. And to start off, I actually want to share about being here at the Mastermind because it's been really interesting to be in the room with all of these uber successful women, six, seven, even eight figures. And a couple of things that I've noticed. First of all, you would not walk in this room and think, oh, I'm clearly in a room with very successful people. No one's trying to prove anything. They all just look very comfortable and normal, right? So there's no telltale sign. You cannot look at someone and think and know, oh, they, they're successful. So there's nothing that, you know, you can look at these people and say, oh yeah, no, clearly I can tell that they are, they've made it. No, there's none of that. Also, interestingly enough, mostly chatting at meals and stuff and, you know, lifting up the curtains, seeing behind the scenes, every single one of them has insecurities about them, about their business. It does not stop. No matter how much success you have, you are you. We are human. We all have insecurities. Doesn't matter what level you're at. It's there. Then it's also very interesting to hear them say like, man, one day I feel like I'm amazing. And then the next I feel like throwing the towel. This is terrible. What am I doing? I don't even want to do this. Why am I doing this? And then next week it's amazing again. I was like, oh, so we literally all feel that all of us at every level, the beginning, the middle, the the top, all of it, you know, like we all feel that. Then also, we're all trying to figure things out. All of us feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's just that some of us have had experience and we've figured certain things out. But now, no matter where you are in your business, you're navigating uncharted territory for you. And so here we are and we're like, oh, wait, you've, you've crossed this bridge? Let's chat about that. 
And then there's someone else who's crossed another bridge that we haven't, or they haven't. So there's always going to be in your business, no matter where you are, you're going to feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. How do I get to the next level? So it actually has been very nice being with people who have conquered certain business things that, that I haven't, that they haven't, and we can all talk together. That's the beauty of a mastermind. So don't worry wherever you are in your business. It's normal to be feeling that way. Then I've also noticed all of these women work really hard. They, I mean, one of them was like, I'm looking to hire someone. Why would they want to work for me? Why would they want this job? And I was like, well, because they get to clock in and clock out. And do we do that? Are we thinking about work on the weekend? Yeah, we're thinking about what we do all the time. Some people don't want that. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's true. So we all have that entrepreneurial. We think about what we do all the time. They also have a desire for success. And we chatted about it at dinner. Like, what is success? Why, Why do you want this? Why do you want that? Uh, and all very, very different reasons, but, um, but a major desire for success. So why do I bring this up <laughs> on the topic of it's okay to quit? I am not here to rub it in your face with it. Just like these other women. No, no, quite the opposite. Because just like the woman who said, why would anyone want to have this job that I'm trying to fill? Remember what I said, some people like to be the worker bee. They like to be able to clock in and clock out. Be Tell me what to do and I'll do it. And then I'm going to go on vacation or check out for the night. And they can. And some people like that. Now, you who's listening, you may have thought about or actually started your own business and you've realized, oh, I don't like this. I don't like having to market myself or my product or my business. I don't like having to think about this all the time, especially at the beginning where we're all just working, working, working so hard. And you know what? That's okay. Like if we think about this life and what is the purpose of this life? Okay. There's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. We're not, I'm not even going to go there, but one of the things is self-discovery, figuring out who we are, what we like, what we're here to do we do not have it all figured out. No way. Like that's part of the journey of this life. And so if starting a business was part of your self-discovery and you're realizing about yourself, I don't like that. That's okay. That's a win. You're not a failure because you're learning what you like and what you don't like and what you're good at, what you're not good at. Now, I warn you, no entrepreneur on the face of the earth enjoys what they do all the time or feels like they're good at it all of the time. So if it's simply like, uh, I just want to throw in the towel, I'm tired of it, that, you know, maybe think about that a little bit longer. But again, you don't have to have this business if you don't want to. If you're realizing this is actually a net negative in my life, you have the permission of yourself to quit. You don't have to keep doing it. I have seen some people who have shut their doors or closed down their businesses for many different reasons. And never once have I thought, well, that's a shame. They should have stuck with it. 
No, every single time I'm like, good for them. They figured out that this wasn't working or sometimes it's a life circumstance. Some, a family change happens, a move, a loss of a family, a loved one, or they actually need an income immediately to pay the bills and they don't have the luxury of waiting a year or two to really grow their business. So sometimes it's actually a logistical life thing that they have to change their income immediately or their circumstance. And sometimes it's just a matter of self-discovery, of realizing, man, I thought that this was going to look this way, and it didn't. And this is not my skill set. This is not my joy. I feel like a lot of times the entrepreneurs that I know are starting their business more because they want to. They have time. They can do this. It's kind of a side thing. It's a thing on the side, not a necessity, not always But I'd say 75% of the time, the people that I work with, that's kind of, you know, the category of entrepreneur. So if that is the case and you are doing this because you want to add fulfillment to your life and, you know, a little bit of extra revenue or income, then why? Why would you do that if this is really draining the joy from you? Because being an entrepreneur, while, yes, it allows freedom and flexibility to work wherever you want, it also does require some things, you know, it requires marketing and being willing to put yourself out there and tell people, yes, I'm charging money for this thing. That in and of itself can be very scary. And people can feel like, who am I to charge this? Now, I will say there does come some awesome growth from struggling with that and putting that out there and even having people question, how could you charge this much? You know, heaven forbid you charge what you think you're worth. Um, There comes some kind of, you know, thickening of the skin of really evaluating what am I providing here? How can I make it a better value? How do I know that? How can I feel good about what I'm charging? And so there comes some major self-discovery and confidence that cannot come in any other way. However, that route may not be the route for you. So uh, things that I like to think about are asking yourself, why am I doing this? Why did I start this job? And why would I continue? What does success in this specific job look like for me? And you just really sitting with that. Why did I start this? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Is it bringing a more net positive? If you were to stop doing what you're doing, what would you do instead? You know, a lot of times I see, um, especially moms whose kids are growing up and they have this identity crisis of, well, what will I do now that my kids are gone? I've got this free time. This might be something that's fun to do. Starting a new job, being an entrepreneur, while exciting, isn't so much just for fun. It's really a lot of work. And so it's absolutely okay to have that realization that this is not what I thought it was going to be. And so not to be like a Debbie Downer that, oh, this is so difficult and this is so hard and just get out. But just allowing yourself to realize, oh, maybe this isn't for me. So a little bit of background with my journey. I 
studied to get, I studied English and then I added on English education because I thought, well, I better be able to earn money. So I better, I guess, be a teacher. So I taught middle school English, uh, that I got burnt out really quick. So then, and I stayed home with my kids when they were young. Then I started a tutoring company that I didn't love. I like teaching, but specifically tutoring kids, just given the hours, it was after school. Uh, I had young kids of my own. It just, it was not working out for me. So then around the same time, I taught swim lessons at the Y. I worked at anthropology right when we got married. Um, I had thought of starting a makeup line for tweens. My first, very first business partner started Quilter's Candy Box with me. She and I were thinking of all sorts of business things, one of which was a makeup line for tweens, like just the bare minimum, what you need to get started with makeup. I don't consider myself a failure because we didn't go forward with that. Not at all. We explored it. We tried out different makeup things. We didn't move forward with it. I dabbled in and really, I wouldn't even say dabble. I really went down the path of writing nonfiction books, and I still hope to do that, actually. But again, I don't consider myself a failure because I haven't published my first book or haven't even finished writing. I went to Tyler, Texas um, because I wanted to write one of my books to take place in Tyler, Texas during the Prohibition very interesting historical time in America. And one of my friends, you know, she knew that I went to Tyler to do some research for the book. And she was like, so how's that book coming along? And I was like, you know, I'm not working on that anymore. And she's like, yeah, I know. It's kind of more fun just to go and, and say that it's for work. Or she said something on those lines that really kind of hurt. I was like, no, I wasn't just skipping off to Tyler, Texas for fun under the guise of like, oh, but it's for a book. And so I think sometimes there's that kind of feeling like, well, if I quit, people will think, oh, yeah, you know, kind of that. Oh, that was sweet. That's cute. Or, yeah, that was kind of a fun thing. Whatever your fears might be or, oh, I did it again. I didn't stick with it again. Heaven knows I can relate. I mean, after the books, I started a fashion blog. I honestly, when Quilter's Candy Box lasted for more than a year, I was like, wait, what? That's not what I do. I jump from thing to thing to thing. Like, literally, that is what I do. And so the fact that I'm still here, however many years later, um, I've surprised even myself. But again, I, I have learned from each of those things in the past that I've done. I've learned different things, you know, from teaching swim lessons. I learned, well, I won't go into all the things that I learned at all, each of those different jobs, but they each appealed to me in different ways. And they all gave me skill sets and things that I needed for this job right now. But even if Quilter's Candy wasn't a thing and I didn't have some job that's been around that, you know, is earning me money, I still would not say that I was a failure. Nothing in life. We are always learning and growing and figuring out who we are. And that that's part of the journey. That's part of the fun. That is, you know, pivoting, changing, self-discovery. That's we're here for that, you know, and what what our journey looks like doesn't have to look like anyone else's journey. And so while I love entrepreneurship, I love running my own business. When I say that, it's not like every day is a cakewalk and that I never have my ups and downs, because that's also part of the journey, part of the kit and caboodle. 
of being an entrepreneur, but I'm here for it. You know, I, I like that. It's a net positive in my life. And if I didn't have this business, I would have something else that I'd be working on because that's just me. But I have had people reach out and say, oh, I, I'm closing my doors. I, you know, I, they sometimes feel bad about it. Please don't, you know, there's never a reason to, to apologize for giving something a try. I mean, I have so much respect for people who are willing to put themselves out there and give things a 100% try. Now, I will say sometimes I have also seen people say, uh, for example, I'm in a Facebook group and I don't even know who this was. So I, I couldn't tell you who it was if I wanted to. And it was a while ago, like a year or two ago, but a uh, quilt pattern writer who said, I'm going to give it one last try. I've been trying for years to earn enough money as a quilt pattern writer. My family needs the income. I have one more quilt pattern coming out. If it doesn't succeed, then I need to be done. And as I read that, I, my heart broke a little bit because I could tell they had already, they had one foot out the door. They were already getting their exit prepared and they were leaving because they didn't see enough success. Now, I feel like that's sad because there is a way. Now, granted, it sounded like she needed money immediately for her family. So that's, you know, when you need money for your family, you just need to do what you can do immediately to get that. But if you have the ability and the luxury, dare I say, of being able to not have an income for a little bit, then yes, there are ways to find success as a quilt pattern designer as in anything. If someone, if there is, if there are people out there who are having success in a certain career, then you know that that success is out there to have. It's available to anyone. There are certain things that need to be done to achieve that success. And the people who achieve it are no different than anyone else. It's, you're just, you're doing the things that need to be done to have success. So if you're quitting simply because I just am not having success, it's okay, but just realize you could, you can, you can have that success. It's a matter of figuring it out of what to do and how to do it, but it's available to you. But here's the deal. You may not want to figure it out. You may just be like, you know what? I don't want to jump through those hoops. I don't want to do that. I would much rather go do X, Y, Z. There is nothing wrong with that. If you realize I don't want to do this, then don't do it. Who, you know, you don't, you don't need to. There are many, many other ways of earning an income or, you know, having success in your life than by starting a business. And so I, I hope this is more of a relief to those of you who might be like, have I done something wrong? I don't love this. I don't want to market myself. I don't want to do X, Y, Z. Just to realize to take that pressure off of you that you don't have to do it. And I guess I'm sharing this for a couple of reasons, but one is, I mean, I shared a few weeks ago on the podcast, this discovery I've had reevaluating my priorities and a huge one for me has been, I don't have to get to the million dollar mark. I mean, I'm not going to not try to, but that has been my, like, I've got to get there, got to get there, got to get there. And then to step back and my husband's been saying it forever. Why don't, what if you just did this and that, and that's all. And I was like, no, because I need, I need to do this. I need to do that. And for whatever reason, it has to come from within, but from within inside of me, I was like, why, 
why have I been so bent over about like, I have to do this. And all of a sudden I was like, I don't care if I don't, don't care if I do. And the weight that was, came off of my shoulders, all of a sudden I had epiphanies about my job, about what things should look like, what I should focus on. I all of a sudden have joy again in a way that I hadn't because I am focused on the things that really bring me joy, which also made me realize, man, some people might be sticking with this thing, thinking like what I've got to, I said I would, I'm going to do it. If other people can, I know I can, but you might hate it and you might not need it. So why, why stick with this thing? If you don't love it, you don't need it. If you're just doing it for pride, that's no reason to do it, you know? And for me, why was this milestone such a big deal? I mean, I can't even begin to unravel all of that, but definitely pride was part of it of like, because I just want to say that I did. That's no reason to do something, you know? Um, the reason I want to do something here is to help you, to help others create success. Um, and so, yes, there needs to come my own to a certain level so I can help others, you know, so I can say, here's what I've done. Here's how to do it but I don't need to be so obsessed over this number metric and you don't need to hold on to things that aren't serving you as well. There is that freedom to let it go, to let, you know, this life is such a gift. We do not know how long we'll be here. We don't know what tomorrow brings. And so what if we just step back and evaluate what can I, what are the top priorities in my life? Um, and what, you know, what's going to help me accomplish that? If it's being with loved ones, how can I spend more time with them? If it's being present and enjoying the moment, is starting my own business going to help with that? It might, you know, I love it for me. I really do, but you might not. And so just to allow yourself that freedom to pivot. And it also might be that what you are doing specifically, the thing you're trying just might not be the right thing. And allowing yourself that mental capacity to step back and to question, you know, if not this, then what else? What might I really love or be good at? And if you're not the one who loves to be out there marketing and growing your own audience, maybe it's working with or for somebody else. Or maybe it's something else totally different. Maybe it's nonprofit. Maybe it's volunteer. It could be so, so many things. But there is no set thing of what you have to do to be successful. And so just allowing yourself that freedom to open up and to experience and, and allow yourself this, this freedom to realize your path is yours. It's going to look different than anyone else's and to embrace that and to lean into just listening to your inner self and what, what is your journey? What are you here to accomplish? Because it's going to look very different from anybody else. And so on that, I just want to thank you for, for being here with the Craft Your Career podcast. Uh, this was just one of those podcasts from my heart where I just want to, to share with you, first of all, that each one of us has, like I said at the Mastermind, seeing all these highly successful women and realizing, wow, we're all just trying to figure out what's the next step. And we're all dealing with insecurities and also realizing we all really generally love what we're doing. And if you don't, you don't need to do this. You can do something else. 
So I hope that this has landed on someone who needed to hear this, that it was just the thing you needed to hear for your life and for your journey. And with that, I actually had an Instagram follower and an alumni reach out and suggest uh, it's Bessie Pearl Binding Company. And she suggested that I do a podcast episode that's kind of like an Instagram live where I go on and just ask people what questions they want to hear and just kind of do do it off of the cuff. So I will be planning to do that. I will announce that uh, on my newsletter list when that's going to come up. If you want to do that, to uh, be on the newsletter to know when that's coming up, go to the show notes. So quilterscandy.com forward slash 107. And you will, and there will be a link for you to join the newsletter. Next week, I will have a brand new episode of the Craft to Career podcast. Until then, have a lovely week and I will see you back here next Friday. 